Because, like, I have no money. I'm also not particularly content. <laughs> if someone asks me how I am or if someone doesn't ask me how I am, I cry. <laughs> and they're like, who the fuck is that okay. weird girl? <laughs> that 9pm. Sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> you are not sleeping tonight. So, third time is a charm. Yeah. I think this actually might be the one. This might work. Okay, fingers crossed everybody. If you're listening to this, we've got it right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the least of our problems. The first ever episode that we have put out, but not the first we've recorded. Third time's a charm. I'm Kate. And I'm Lily. And we are so happy to have you here. And we're your hosts for today and always. So buckle up and strap in and let's go. (laughs) Each week, we are going to be discussing a topic. That affects mostly women. Maybe a man or two. Maybe a man or two. Um, in your 20s or 30s, wherever you're at, about just not feeling entirely settled or put together. Because we don't. Because we not. don't either. This is a safe space. Chaotic pa- space, but safe. Yeah. No judgment. We're here to hopefully make people feel less alone and kind of normalize Living at home in your 20s, not having a car in your 20s, not figuring your shit out in your 20s, you know? I'm worried that we hadn't pressed record then. <laughs> Fucking hell. I looked at it, I was like, oh, fuck. I gave that all of my Red Bull energy. Um, yeah. So join us to discuss all things adulty. Nice. This first episode is just going to be a get to know us episode. No specifics, no crazy stats, no research. Just catching you up on what we've been doing for the last 29 years. And if you want to come back each week, we will be here. We will be talking to our mics and each other. Um, So please join us. It could be fun. We'd love to have you. It's not a cult. In a creepy way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, about us. So this first episode is just so you can get to know us. See if you want to listen to the pod. See, like... If you're like, yeah, they're, they're my type of gals, you know? We we probably won't be. Oh, I think we will be. We are very Marmite. Um, so I, we're Lily and Kate. Yep. Yep. We're both 29, as we said. What an age. S- strange age. Yeah, it is a strange age because everyone is like, how are you feeling about turning 30? I'm feeling good. And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. Oh, no, I'm feeling good. Half, I, half my friends are married though. Yeah. Other half are getting pissed. Um, so we met working in a local coffee shop and we just basically kind of bonded over feeling a bit shit. Mm. Um, as we've said, um, all of the things that we've said. Um, and we decided that we would give this whole podcasting thing a go. Yeah, we literally booked this like five hours ago. Yep. And here we are. Recording a podcast, baby. 
So now I think that we are going to give you a little bit of a background about where we are in our lives. Um, we've given you a little bit. Um, so I'm going to hand over to Lily to give her a little, give, let her give you a, I am now going to hand over to Lily. Thank God. (laughs) So I had a, not like went to school, it was super normal. And then for secondary school, I got sent to a private education, private school and which was great and I benefited a lot from going there and I would not have A-levels if I hadn't attended that school and been coached and had all the extra time and the extra money of the teachers that were there. But even though that was all very nice, I still felt really inadequate and quite alone because I got a bursary, which was why I could attend that school. And a lot of my friends were just paying the fees um, and I felt like just had a lot more money than me. And it was completely, everything was just made up in my head. I was just like, I can't speak to them about it. They think I'm not as good as they are, as good as, you know, they are. And it just kind of fucked me up a little bit, even though being older now, I'm like, I could have just spoken to them. They were really nice people. We could have formed Mm. like deeper friendships and gone to a really deeper level. But I just kind of isolated myself um, and had quite an up and down time I would say I had a lot of fun but a lot of it was surface level I think Um, it's quite standard though when you're a teenager you completely overthink all of the stuff and you're like no one will understand me and looking back at it at nearly 30 you're like actually they probably would have been quite reasonable and also they probably would have had things going on themselves I just don't think I gave my friends at the time enough credit and I do I kind of regret that now and it is I didn't get the A-level results that I should have got and because I was just fucking about and that is another regret that I have but you know it's all in the past and everything turns out for a reason and whatever um so coming out of that private school system I just couldn't go to uni straight away I felt like I'd been so pressurized there was just so much pressure there um and I just needed to have a few years off and then I started doing loads of random jobs that I could get for an 18 year old I know the school that you went to and Mm. I know a couple of girls who went to the same same school um and I know that they felt the same like a Mm -hmm. couple of them wanted to go into more I guess controversial or Mm -hmm. different careers yeah and the school just didn't support them in that like they were like well why do you want to do that Mm -hmm. um so I can imagine it must be really tough had a few years off and did a lot of really fucking boring jobs um recruitment consultant which I feel like every single person has tried to be a recruitment consultant at one point in their life. I also worked in a glass warehouse, like moving around big sheets of glass. And it was only when I started working a really boring nine to five office job at BMW and Mercedes, I realized like, fuck this. I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. How the hell can I get out? Went on a ski season and then I had an epiphany when I was on the slopes, you know, off my fucking face. I was like, I know what I need to do. I found my calling. I need to be a psychologist. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go home and I'm going to say to mum, you don't need to worry about me anymore. I'm going to be a psychologist. Applied, went to uni, did my degree, left. I was like, brilliant. Yes, I'm I'm ready for my job. Give me my job. I've got my degree. Um, and then what I actually received in lieu of a job was a lot of rejections, a lot of job applications and a lot of feeling like shit. Yep. That's what I got. So I went back at 
went back to work at my job that I had whilst I was doing my degree and felt really good about myself, which was a waitress at lounges. I'm sure everyone knows what fucking lounges is. And then that made me feel really bad. So then I decided to become an event manager at a venue that did a lot of weddings. I just want to say to everyone out there that half of your wedding cake gets thrown in the bin. Yeah. Thrown in the bin. It's raw in the middle. Most of it's raw in the middle. You want, everyone wants these ginormous like six tier cakes. How are you expecting these bakers to make these cakes? I was like cutting cake after cake after cake, raw in the middle, raw in the middle, raw in the middle. Yeah, so don't waste, don't waste your fucking money. I've literally not been to a wedding where I've had a slice of cake either. And no one eats it. Because by the time of that point in the night, you're you're either really drunk Mm. or you're asleep Mm. or you've eaten so much you don't want cake. That's literally it. And then everyone goes up to bed or they leave and I go around and I was clearing up and it would just be cake everywhere. That and favours. Throwing it in the bin. Yeah, no one takes their favours home. I just throw them in the bin. Don't waste your fucking money. Um, so I quit that because that was shit. And then I started working at the coffee shop just to make some money, just to be able to afford my life, basically. And that's where I met Kate. And I realized I wasn't alone. I like the amount of quitting in there. We love a good quit. Yeah, we love a good quit. I feel like that is like super hot to just quit a job because you're not feeling it. And then, as I've said before, um, I set up a lot of side hustles Um but it was extremely draining to feel like every single thing that I w- had to do in my spare time, I had to make money off. I couldn't just enjoy a hobby. I was like, how can I make money off it? Um, but to be honest, going through all of that, I don't regret it, but I am glad that now I have someone to talk to about it and kind of feel a li- little bit less like a freak. Yeah. Me too. So what about you? So I got very standard grades, um, not really particularly good at anything. So I was kind of just a jack of all trades. Um, I was a bit of a class clown. I, I see that for you. Um, I feel like I was always either quite liked by teachers because they thought I was relatively funny or they hated me because I just disrupted the class. Um and I never really thought about a career or what I wanted to do. I kind of ebbed and flowed between, I, I just never thought about it. I never, my parents never brought me up with that ethos of like, you've got to be a lawyer or you've got to be a doctor. Like my parents are like, you be what you want to be. Um, I actually come from a radio background. <laughs> like my mum was uh, a producer and my dad worked on the radio. So I came from a family where they'd really very much like followed what they loved and what they were passionate about. But I didn't have a passion, which is really quite shit. Like everyone talks about getting um, your dream job or your like what you're passionate about. People are like, oh, I followed my passions. I didn't know what I was passionate about. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I felt like I had to make a decision. I had to be passionate about it. And I feel like that's actually really impacted like my career journey because I've constantly been like, oh, am I passionate about this? Um. I then went to uni and did psychology, which I found interesting, um, which once again, fairly average at it. Spent a lot of time just getting drunk, having a good time. (laughs) Um, But at uni, I also struggled quite a lot with my mental health and ended up retaking third year. Um, And looking back on it, I felt like I was just once again feeling a bit lost, um, feeling like I was seeing everyone else doing what they wanted and I just wasn't there. Um, so it felt a bit lonely, I guess. 
I finally got my degree and I took another gap year. Um, well, when I say I took a gap year, I took like a year off trying to force myself to find a career, whereas all of my friends were going to do masters or developing. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to take step backs, work relatively in the sector. Um, so I worked in a hospital, um, which I have some fantastic stories about. Um, what, what were you employed as? So from uni? I, I was a support worker, a support um, worker. which is low paid, hard work. Mm. But I did enjoy it. I did. Right. I did enjoy it. Um, were the shifts like really chaotic? So it depended. So sometimes they were really chaotic. Um, one shift I had to run around the grounds of the hospital trying to um, convince this man that he needed to take his medication. But he thought that I was his wife who cheated on him and he was trying to run away from me. Um, and I was like, what, 21 at the time. Um, and then other shifts you do absolutely nothing and I became relatively good at playing patience um like the card game mm. um so it's it's bizarre hmm. um one of my favorite stories of working yeah. in a hospital is one of the clients that I was working with and I was on a one-to-one -one with um bless him such a lovely guy I had really bad memory problems yeah um and he did a poo in the toilet um and it wouldn't flush because it was so big um and I was on his one-to-one -one and he went out the toilet came back into the room and then he went back into the toilet to wash his hands and he shouted from the toilet oh my god Kate why have you done a massive shit in my toilet and I was like oh I, I haven't like I, I that was you earlier but it just won't flush we're gonna get maintenance in so I had to walk around with him around the hospital we were going to like an art class say so I can't remember what it was and then the senior consultant came up to him and was like, oh, how are you doing? And he was like, yeah, yeah, fine. Except that Kate's done a massive shit in my <laughs> toilet and it just won't flush. Um, and I was stood there, like, I was probably like two months into the job talking to the, like this senior like neurologist. And I was just there, like, I actually haven't done a shit in his toilet. Um, it was actually him, but he's forgot. But you can't say that in front of a patient. So no. I just had to go, yeah, it was me. So if there's anyone out there who think I did a massive shit in the toilet, <laughs> it actually wasn't me. Um, but anyway, I worked there for a while. Um, once again, just feeling a bit confused about what I wanted to do. Um, and then I decided that anthropology was the way forward. Did my six weeks, dropped out. Yep. UCL chasing me for the for the dollar. Um <laughs> dog walking doesn't make enough to pay it back so mm. you're not getting it um basically i then moved up in the charity sector um got to middle management decided it was fucking shit because i spent most of my time crying in the toilets or um calling in sick because i was unhappy mm. um and i burnt out didn't really sleep didn't really eat didn't really function as a full human being to be honest um my partner was just like you are just not you so i quit and now I guess I hang out with four-legged fluffy friends all day, which I'd like to say is not my passion. I don't wake up every day exhilarated by walking dogs, but I enjoy it. I'm okay. I'm not stressed. And I, I obviously sometimes work in a coffee shop. <laughs> Once a month. Once a month. Oh, I've got three that. shifts this month. Thank you very yeah, much. That's because we're dying on our ass. <laughs> Everyone's quit. Everyone is quit. Everyone's fucking quit.
also thought it might be a little bit fun. We'll see how it goes, to be honest, to do a what's hot and what's not section. And we'll see how the people feel about this. Um, but each week, we're basically just going to be talking crap about what we think is hot and what's not. Yeah. I'm going to start with my what's not hot this week. Go and on. that is fake Crocs. <laughs> yeah, because you're wearing fake Crocs. I know. I'm so upset. They genuinely look like I've shoved a plastic bag on my feet and stapled some holes into them. You look like your foot is going to come through the sole of your croc any fucking second. And they're really squeaky. Oh, God. I was driving and it was like... <laughs> you sure that just wasn't your clutch? Yeah, probably my car is shit. <laughs> so, Lily, what's your hot and not this week? I'm so into the bold type and no one's watching it. And I really feel like it's going to be one of those TV shows that in, like ages and years and years and years people can go oh my god i can't believe that got cancelled it was so good but nobody's watching it right now i've not watched it it's so fucking good it's basically just about three women that work at a magazine but they're all it's all about like women power and friendship like girl friendship and mentorship um it sounds really cringy and it is but it's just so fucking good like so good it's like crack for women okay i'm gonna give it a try Mm, it's really good what the hell are you doing? Are you burping? Oh. <laughs> I'm, they're suddenly coming. The Red Bull burps are and, for real. And you can feel them building in your stomach. Yeah, I know. It's not It's not good. It's not good. Maybe next week, need a Red Bull. I, I can't promise that. <laughs> I'm an addict. <laughs> um, and you're not hot? My not hot is... Um... I think my not hot is not doing something for yourself because you, I guess, are scared of being judged. So basically doing what we're doing now by doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and not caring what people say about us. We've already been trolled. We got that comment that was like, why would I listen to that? It's like, no, don't listen. No one's asking you to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's the same. I feel like I spent so much time in my life worrying what other people think. And I'm just a bit over it now. Yeah, same. And I do think there's something about nearly being in your 30s or just being a bit older that makes you think, give a fuck. So we're not sat here going, just don't care. Because it's a process. It's mm. a process of taking that step, making that movement and going, actually, I'm going to do this really tiny thing that I thought people might judge me for. Yeah, and also I would say it's not linear. So there are some days where I'm like flying high and I'm like, do you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to do me. And other times where I'm like, oh my God, that person seen my story of me promoting my podcast. I'm so embarrassed. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> oh, this is nice. I literally, it it feels awful. Like I've obviously got my dog business Instagram mm. and literally today, one of my family members followed me and I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed that he's followed me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he has evidently gone, do you know what? I'm going to support that. But I automatically think that he's judging me and laughing at me. Um, but maybe that's because I do that to people. Yeah, I was thinking that. But then I also, by the same coin, I'm like, I might judge them. But then I also might be, maybe the reason I'm judging them is because I'm a bit jealous. Yeah. And I, I'm jealous that you are brave enough to just post that on social media. And I'm just sat here judging. That makes me the loser. Yeah. So... Yeah, I really like that. Not hot. I think that's a really good one. Thanks. Thanks, girl. My hot this week is three-quarter wellies or like ankle wellies. Oh, you love dog walking. I've just bought a pair. Wellies are just 
so frustrating. You have your calf never fits properly. It's either too big and going. That's not a good sound. Um, or it's really tight and you come with like a rash. Three quarter length ones. Ideal. There were so many innuendos there. Yeah, there were. So now we're going to talk a little bit about what this podcast will contain, what the contents of it will be, just so you can get a feel for it, see if it's for you. I'm sure it will be. Kate's, <laughs> Kate needs to burp. <laughs> I'm now having Red Bull burps. Yeah, right. Um, so we thought that we'd want to set it up because we wanted to talk about topics that we have struggled with. So whether that's not being able to buy a house, not having any savings, not necessarily wanting a baby or a family or the traditional life mm -hmm. getting married getting married yeah and also about like I know you said savings but you know credit cards having not only a car sharing a car living at home I feel like is quite a big one being a fully grown adult and still living at home or living with like um housemates no 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 what's it called in-laws that's the one fucking hell um in-laws or as a house share but being a fully grown adult and not being able to have control over the things in your life because you don't have any fucking money yeah and actually it's okay if you are working in a coffee shop if you are 29 and your 30th 30th <laughs> and your 30th is coming up yeah and you are still really unsure of what on earth you're meant to be doing it's also about feeling like you were so close but yet so far so we both went to uni and we both had psychology degrees no we still have them they're just useless <laughs> past tense um and i would have loved to have been informed that a psychology degree doesn't actually mean that you will get any job at all no it, what's your job i work in a coffee shop and I literally make coffees all day, every single day. What's the psychology behind that? <laughs> Me um, psychoanalyzing everyone, but that's it. So I'm using my psychology degree to work with anxious dogs. <laughs> I just wish that someone along the way would have told me that hey if you're if you want to do anything in psychology you're gonna have to do a master's minimum and then a doctorate probably if you want to do anything in psychology but nobody told me that and nobody also told me how stressful that doctorate would be so I'm watching three of my friends go through it at the minute mm. and every single one of them I love you guys if you're listening but you look stressed <laughs> you look tired you sound tired mm -hmm. um I, I, d I just don't think that nobody prepared me for that. So I did my psychology degree and I was like, bam, I'd just become a psychologist next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I thought. Um, if you wanted to know what this podcast is going to be about, I guess. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a useful piece of advice. We just want you to know that there's people sat here who get it and we're not going to give you any answers. Yeah, there's like, we're not going to give you answers. We don't have any advice or any fix for this because we still feel a little bit shit ourselves. 
But then again, I don't want to talk to someone who has everything figured out because that just makes me feel like shit. Right. Yeah, you're not alone. We'll give you some comfort and you don't have to get married and have the baby if you don't want to. Woo! <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>
Carrie is the most self-centered. Charlotte's having like a miscarriage and Carrie's like, oh, my life is so hard. These women are just bumping into the, these men. I was like, that must happen in real life. I don't I like, even bump into my partner in my house. So why aren't I bumping into anyone? <laughs> like I've said to Connor that if he ever went missing and I had to put up a missing poster for him, I, if he came back from being missing, <laughs> we couldn't be together because I'd have the ick. 